back to another episode of The Hostel. Today, you are joined once again by me, Sean, and my co-host, Logan. Hello. How you doing today, Logan? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Today, what we're going to talk about is the city that brought us together, that made Logan and I fall in love. We're talking about Salzburg, Austria. It's kind of funny because I have it pulled up here on Wikipedia. Um, not, not that I need to. I, we studied there for, I mean, I, I studied there for nine months. And in that time, I was studying the city itself. So I'm not just pulling all of this stuff from Wikipedia. I just wanted to, I wanted to see what they had to say. And it's funny that they have the title of it, uh, the, the uh, Ostdeutsch way of saying it, Soitzburg. Soitzburg. so um it's been a while since we've been there i haven't been there for five years now and i've been dying to go back yeah man it's been far too long i was pulling it up here on my map but i i mean i don't i have nothing to add there it's it's sad it's a sadness i've got nothing to say about this place (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Salzburg, Salzburg is a, it's a really popular tourist destination. It is, and yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, the sound of music, I think, is probably the biggest reason people know about it nowadays, but it's always been a really popular tourist destination. Salzburg is in Austria, and, you know, whenever I... Whenever I first said that I was going to Salzburg, I think one of the first things I remember is that people had no idea where I was talking about. I feel like it's not a super popular place amongst top-ranking, famous European or just like world places for Americans. You know, you can talk about Paris and Berlin and even Prague, but a lot of people have not heard about Salzburg. Even though I know in Europe, it's a very, very popular destination. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I know my only frame of reference prior um, to the trip, like as an American, was pretty much Sound of Music, um, which I guess is like, it's something. <laughs> um, but like, I know, oh, what's what's the uh, the park called that we always went to? Um with the uh Schönbrunn. Maybe it was Schönbrunn. I'll look it up. Sound of music. You are six. Marienplatz. Marienplatz. Or Mirabel Gardens. The gardens. The really, yeah. really popular gardens. Schloss when you Mirabel. when you Google Salzburg, it, it shows you the gardens, those beautiful gardens that uh have a, a view of the palace. Yes, dude. Yeah, and there's the little, God, my vocabulary is so buns, but (laughs) the like little glass, I don't know what you call it, little sun room. It's like a, oh, what are those called? I don't know. Gazebo? I have no idea. But like, it's like the little glass gazebo from the movie. And I remember like seeing it forever ago in the movie and then (laughs) going to, um, like seeing Schloss Mirabel and then seeing this uh, little glass building. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's like, that's from this old movie that like, I watched in kindergarten music class. And uh, 
Yeah. So that was a, <laughs> that was later in the trip that I saw that and kind of connected it, I guess, but pretty You know, cool. it's kind of funny. I didn't actually watch the sound of music until after I had been to Salzburg twice until I had lived there twice. So I lived there for f- like four and a half months. Right. And then the next year I lived there for another semester. So another four and a half months. And I didn't actually watch the sound of music until I think two years later. I was pleasantly surprised. It's a really good movie. Yeah. It's one of those it was, uh, classics, man, for sure. Yeah. I knew it took place in like the thirties in Salzburg. And I wasn't sure if they were going to talk about the Nazi history of the movie or the the city at all. Yeah. But they, it kind of surprised me. There was like two different parts of that movie. It was like, you know, the main character being a nun and wanting to leave and go to the city. And then it was like, boom, like Nazis. There was like two different, very distinct parts of that movie. It's kind of interesting, but yeah, Salzburg has a really interesting history. So Salzburg stands for salt town, pretty much. That's the direct translation because it, it was in a very, very popular salt mine area. And it's kind of funny too, because if you look at Salzburg and then you look at Hallstatt, which is really, really famous. If you look up Austria, you're probably going to get a bunch of pictures of Hallstatt. Yeah, that's or true. You look at, <laughs> yeah, or you look at Hallein. Mm-hmm. Or wait, where was it? Hallstatt. It was Hallstatt, right? So all of these places literally translate to salt town. Just three different ways to say salt town. <laughs> which is a, kind of funny. Yeah, they had a long, definitely a long history of sort of, that was their industry. Um, at least in the region, which, yeah, I know we got to do like a little tour of the salt mines, which was, (laughs) that was really fun. Um, it was high class. I'll tell you that kind of surprised me how, how good it was. Yeah. I, I don't remember it super well. I of course remember like going down the slide, like the chute and you had to have like, (laughs) we had like little outfits on and then you had to use like a special maybe it was like a leather like little thing you like you threw down on the slide that would allow you to mm-hmm. kind of glide down the chute um deep yeah. into the belly of the mountain um and then they put you on a boat and you glide across the lakes that are underneath the mine it's really so cool <laughs> really cool experience kind of unexpected for a salt mine but that's the austrians they kind of surprise you. I was pleasantly surprised with just about everywhere I went in Austria. Yeah. I mean, I hate, I don't have a better way to say this, but, um, it's sort of like to the American mind, I think, um, having again, limited frame of reference, we just have almost like stereotypes, like, like, um, if you look up Austria and, and you see sort of some stereotypical like village or something like that's what we kind of picture. But the truth is mm-hmm. like the, the beauty of that or like the, the kind of idyllic vibe of those sorts of scenes, like that's all there. It's all actually there. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is, it's not a set. It's not like one of those places that you go to where maybe it's, it's like, um, 
oh, I can't, I can't. A good example is when you go to Bali, and I'm not hating on Bali. Bali's really beautiful, but there's this one picture of this one beach that you go to. Okay. And it's one little tiny section of a beach that's extremely famous. It's photographed. It's it's all over the internet. If you look up Bali, you're going to get pictures of this place online. And when you go there, you've got to go down this like bumpy, horrible road past like like miles and miles of these like rundown villages and and it's just and it's really dystopian because you have these really run down, like underfunded villages. And then you have these big resorts and you've got these like dirty areas, but then you've got these really pristine areas and it's kind of like kind of jarring. And then also where is that place in Greece? That's really, really photographed. Oh yeah. Probably like Mykonos or something. Yeah. And then Austria is kind of one of those few places that I've been that the way you see it online, that's actually how it is. There's no... Mm-hmm. you know, veil. It, it's not like a staged, you know, thing, which is really cool. I feel like that's kind of less common nowadays with yeah. social media and stuff. No, absolutely. Um, there's definitely like, it's a modern city for sure. It's a smaller yeah. modern city. I would say, I mean, last mm-hmm. figure I saw was like 150,000 population. Yeah. Um, so, you know, excuse me, it is a smaller city for sure, but it's, I mean, and it still does have all the modernity and, you know, it's, it's not totally a fairy tale village. Um, but I know, for example, um, so our dorm building, so um, Europa Kaleg was pretty much uh, like catty corner to this main street and, um so there was like an Aldi and um, all kinds of, there was like a big furniture store um, and like all your other shops. I think there's like a billig there or, or, or a billa. That's what it's called. <laughs> billig. But, uh, and then, you know, there's a shopping mall, like a huge shopping mall, like a fitness center right on this main street. But so you leave the dorm, you go that direction, you get right to um, your Hofer, which is, you know, it's, Austrian Aldi, you get to your shopping mall, your fitness center, buses, like decently heavy traffic, etc. You leave the dorm and you go the opposite way. And like <laughs> you walk a few minutes and it's like you it's farms, like mm-hmm. just rolling green, like knolls of grass, um, just the most like beautiful idyllic like farm scene you've ever seen palaces beautiful countryside yeah um and then uh i think i think mirabelle was off that way and you Mm -hmm. can see in one direction you see snow-capped alpine like mountains like just jagged like on one edge of the landscape and then the other direction you see uh the festung the fortress on on top of the the hill in the center of the city. So, I mean, you get this panorama of like, it's like, <laughs> it's as stereotypical as it gets. Like there's like yeah. milk cows and mountains and, um, you know, it's like something you'd see in again, sound of music. Uh, yeah. Breathtaking. It's really like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't think it's overrated at all. And, you know, what, what do you think is the best thing to see if you're visiting Salzburg? Let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, I want to know what there is to see in Salzburg. I want to know if there's any like hidden hidden gems or like what there is to do in Salzburg. Mm-hmm. What do you think is, what's like your top five things to do in Salzburg? Do you think after being there for so long? Yeah. Um, okay. Good question. I did. I looked it up. Um, the gazebo is at Hellbrunn. <clears throat> um, but the gardens we went to, that was at Mirabel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was kind of downtown. I would say like the park on the outskirt of town, uh, the Steintheater, um, is a must see. So it's like this old, it's not ancient, but it's, I believe it's hundreds of years old and it's just a, it's just as it sounds, Steintheater, it's this, um, like amphitheater shaped, (laughs) um, feature. I think it's just carved into this solid rock. Mm Um, and you know, you're surrounded by, um, like some forest and, and a whole lot of greenery and it's just a fun place. We used to just go like, go there and bring blankets and a speaker, listen to some music, Mm -hmm. maybe have a beer and like all day there, kick the soccer ball around. Like, oh yeah. Good memories there. (laughs) And it was beautiful. It was peaceful. It was out in nature. You felt like you were out of the city. Yeah. And you get two birds and one stone. I mean, it gives you something to do because it's kind of a hike to get there. Mm-hmm. There's two different ways to get there, but it's a it's a beautiful hike. And the thing is, is that when you go to the Stone Theater, you go through the Mirabelle Palace, which is, um, I think that's like a must-see. Like if you go to Salzburg, the Mirabelle Palace is like, it's out of the way. I mean, there's a bus line that takes you directly there, but... In my opinion, I think one of the best things about Salzburg is the fact that they have this like central downtown area that like, yeah, you can get to everything from there. But it's I think it's worth seeing what you said, going out into the countryside and walking around. 100 percent. Yeah. What else do you think? I think so. That is the perfect thing to do, I think, on like a spring, a sunny spring day where it's starting to warm up 50, 60 degrees Fahrenheit, obviously <laughs> um, <laughs> not going to translate that. I guess like what mid, mid twenties. I'm um, not even going to try. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I think in the summertime and this is just so subjective, but um, and maybe like when it's getting even warmer, I really like to just, hang out on the banks of the Salzach, like really close to the city center. Um, so the Salzach is the river that flows through Salzburg <laughs> and, um, toward the city center. Um, I, I'll start here. So as, as you're further away from the city center, like toward where our dorm was, it's sort of a bit more wild. However, there is a, um, a, a bike path slash walking path that you can follow to the essentially all the way to the city center. It's like, I think it was like an hour walk or something, 45 minutes. Um, but if you take a bus and go to the city center, you can, um, 
I never did this, but you can like take a little boat that takes you up and down the river. Um, or you can just find these like big banks to lay out on, like on this soft grass. Um, Mm -hmm. and again, you're really close to all of these vendors, bakeries, cafes, bars. So, you know, you can get a snack or, or a beverage or a coffee and just Mm -hmm. chill on the bank. (laughs) Yeah. There's a really beautiful cafe that's down. If you're facing North, I believe Mm -hmm. North up the, uh, if you're like right downtown at the city center and where that river is near that bridge, if you're on the side of the, the pal or the fortress and you're facing North, if you just follow the river up that road, there's this beautiful cafe. I don't know what it's called, but it's got this outdoor seating area and they serve you that like the high tea where they give you this you know, stacks of food on these plates and this big fancy thing. And I went on a date there one time that was like, it was absolutely gorgeous. I agree. I think that's really nice. If you go to, um, I don't know if it's still there, but Backverk, that was one of my favorite things to do was downtown, right where you said, sitting by the uh, salsa right on the river and uh, getting some Backverk. It's this, uh, it's this really healthy, sort of fast food it's pre-made sandwiches pretty much and they're like really fresh and you just grab one and you pay for it you walk in it takes like two seconds it's right there by the river and um yeah 10 out of 10 i agree that's a really really cool place yeah and i i want to add to that too since you'll be pretty close so the the main square um it used to be a long time ago, just called Hauptplatz, so the you know the main square. It's now the Residence Platz, um, mm-hmm. and that is really close by. If you're hanging out there um, near the city center, on the river, you can um, you know take a little stroll and see all of these like very stately, old-looking buildings, and and um, of course the monastery, um, and there's like a really there's great museums there. Um, there's a music conservatory, I believe. And then there's, there are these just sort of like really alleys, like very narrow, not super narrow, but decently narrow streets where you can walk down and there's all these kind of boutiques and shops. Um, and in the winter, I know they do markets in residence plots. So I think that's where their Christmas market Mm. is held. Um, and I didn't go to the Christmas market. I, I got there uh, after the start of the new year. But um, I did go to a winter market and you could get like, I think like Jaeger tea and hot cocoa and all sorts of like oh. treats and different. Um, just there's like little market stalls where you can buy all of these, I guess, knickknacks. So I go. <laughs> um, and... It's really cool. I actually Mm. continuing the theme of talking about like time of day or time of year um, to do certain things. I really like walking around residence plots and those streets at night. Um, It's all like cleared out. Nobody's out there. All the shops are closed, but there's something it's so like quiet and there's something. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's good for a, 
like con- contemplative walk by yourself or just like a stroll with, with the homies. If you're, you know, if you want to break Man, from like the bar, <laughs> the first day I was back, it was, um, I got there and I was really jet lagged. So I was, I was awake and it was like two in the morning and I went down to the residence plats and it was snowing and mm-hmm. it was kind of like a light snow that was sticking and it was on the ground and all the lights are on, right? So you can, you can see everything. It's, it's totally lit up, but nobody was out. It was completely dead quiet. And the, like the, the Festung, the, the, the castle up on the hill was like, you could barely see it through the snow. It was the most, like to this day, that's one of the most core memories that I think about when I think back on Salzburg. So mm. yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's a really magical place. I think, um, I would like to say there's a lot of walks. So when I would take people, when people would come visit me when I was there or when I would go on like a quote unquote walk to, um, kind of like tour them around the city, I can think of, I can think of two really, really good walks. I mean, don't get me wrong, going through the city and just kind of like weaving through the, you know, like the, the residence and the cathedral palaces and stuff like that. That's really great. But there's two like really, really, really good walks that I would like 100% recommend if you're in downtown. So I mean, I, I don't know if, if it's worth saying exactly verbatim. I mean, I have it. You know, I might as well say it. So if you get off on what what bus stop is it? Utsdietzgebäude. Yeah, right. yeah. So Justice Geboida is what, what it's going to sound like. And you head south. And then you go and you take the road, the street along the wall of the city. You go along this beautiful, narrow little street. You go by this little miniature cathedral. There's all these little shops there. The road is called Nontaler Hauptstrasse. Yeah. And you follow it until you get to like a, a three point. And you take a right and it goes steep up the hill. And you go up this this street called Erhard Gestion. Erhard Gestion. Yeah. Um, probably like really messed that one up. And then you go Nongberger Gaza. And you you could you just follow this like beautiful, beautiful trail up the side of this cliff. This is the one by the Nonberg um palace. You remember that? Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And then you can you can go inside. It's free. You can go into this old, old, old monastery. It's gorgeous. You have a beautiful view of the palace. You have a beautiful view of the mountain behind you. And it goes all the way around. And it and it goes in this place called Hoerweg. <clears throat> and um and it and it it's called like Hoerweg or like Festungsgasse. And it loops around and you're going back towards the downtown area, but you're up top. So you're over the city. You're looking over top 
the entire city. And you can either go down to the right to go back to the palace area, or you can go left and you can go up to the palace or the, uh, the fortress. It's really, really, really beautiful. I like, I would highly recommend doing that. You can also get there the other way. You can go to like the dome plats mm-hmm. and you can go up like you're walking towards the palace. And instead of going up to like the Feshnung, the fortress, then you can go left and you can go down and it'll take you eventually around like the other way around. It's really, really a nice place. The other one that I would definitely like recommend that I think is even cooler. You already know this one. When you're downtown and you start in, where is this? There's a staircase. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm looking at, I'm looking for the exact place that the staircase starts. It is, oh, Logan, you know what I'm talking about. To get up to Monksberg. Yeah. It's in a specific spot. And it's not that, it's not that one that I just said. I know you're talking about, but I, there's no way that I can communicate it like (laughs) in strict directions. Like (laughs) maybe if you, I've got it pulled up on my map. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it pulled up on my map and I think the place is called Toskanihof. And uh, yeah, yeah, this is it. Toskanihof. And there's a staircase in Toskanihof which is downtown by the palace and everything. And there's a staircase that'll lead you up to the top of the mountain. And you literally just follow that road through Monksberg. It's beautiful. You start downtown and you follow through these beautiful gardens that are up by the palace. You go through these ancient ruins. You go through, you know, all these, there's, there's not a lot up there, but it's a like a park. And it spits out at this place called the Augustiner. It's a really <laughs> far walk. It's like a like a mile and a half, two mile walk, I'd say. But it takes you up over the mountain. And I feel like if we hadn't been shown it, I probably never would have found that walking path. But that's definitely, I think, the most beautiful scenic thing that you can do in Salzburg is take that walk to the Augustiner and it's the most rewarding. Yeah. You come down and, uh, obviously you, (laughs) you come down the other side at the end and you sprint to Augustiner (laughs) to get a mug of beer. But there's also this, um, this really great, I don't know if it's another monastery. Um, I know we went through there one time, um, it's opposite. It's you like pass it as you're coming down before you go to Augustina. Um, and it's some sort of church or like monastery. But I remember you see the remains of some, <laughs> some uh, like church father or saint or something, <laughs> which was pretty jarring. I don't see a lot of that uh, in the States. I know that's a common thing though in old churches in Europe is to see, you know, remains of, uh, men of the cloth um or nuns or something like that but very beautiful just one of a million just 
gorgeous um, old churches. Um, I will say too, uh, if you're in residence plots, um, then like the the this whole area called the um, Dome Fatier, so it's like where the the huge cathedral is. Uh, Dome. <laughs> and um, there's some great museums there. Um, there's the uh, Panorama. Oh, the Residence Gallery, I think is what it's called. I think it's just named after the square, but they have paintings there um, and artifacts from like spanning like the 1500s, uh, I mean, up through, you know, like the, the 1800s. And a lot of it is like pretty local, um, which is really cool. So, so like a core memory that I have is going through um, the residence gallery and seeing um, painting, like landscape paintings of the city. So it's like you're in this, <laughs> you're in this gallery in the very heart of Salzburg, and then you see this painting, and it's like you're transported, you know, outside of the city and. 500 years back in time and you just see mm. this wild Salzach. It's not like contained like it is now. It's like very wide and sort of there's like these great floodplains where the river is like way too big. It's like sort of small going through the city now because they, you know, obviously they control it for, um, so they can have their roads and bridges and everything, but it used to just be this wild river. And, um, you see, same city it looks so similar but just stripped of all the modernity and like and um i just remember seeing a bunch of paintings like that like landscapes i remember what you're talking about yeah yeah you see landscapes of of the 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 area surrounding salzburg and and of the city itself and you just see like like shepherds or cowherds with their flocks like (laughs) on the river and then and then there are these constants so like the wall of which there are still remnants, um, the cathedral, the Festung, like all the main DNA is like still there. And it's really kind of trippy <laughs> to like be seeing this. It's like, it's like stepping back in time. Um, and, and otherwise just a mass of like beautiful artworks. Um, that was really amazing to see. Yeah. Salzburg has a lot to offer, man. And that, that, I, I was really, really impressed with the quality of their museums and they're nice and they're quick. And I believe that they're free. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they all are, but I'll tell you what, you know what else? Salzburg has some really good food. Yeah, they do. Um, I remember, do you remember Sierkoviet? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. place bangs. I, be- <laughs> I believe, man. Yeah, it was right there. Um, Jericho Vieira was right there behind the cathedral. They had some really nice Irish pubs as well. They had a few Irish pubs, but none of them are better than O'Malley's. I'll tell you that. Yeah, um, not biased at all. Think, <laughs> yeah, but do I you agree. think you're a <laughs> you think you're a bigger fan of O'Malley's or Shamrock? So here's the deal. Um, again, very biased, but O'Malley's, we would go and watch the football games. We got to know the bartenders really well. 
um, they had a great student night. So we would get discounts on student night. And, you know, if it wasn't student night, which I think was like a Thursday, Wednesday was karaoke, which was always just a blast. Um, it, that was like, that was our main nighttime haunt. Um, but Shamrock always had, or not always, Shamrock very often had like this incredible house band that would play, mm-hmm. which I don't know. Yeah. It was really, really There good were music. definitely different vibes, but I, I feel like O'Malley's felt a little homier to me, in my opinion. So O'Malley's and Shamrock are these two Irish pubs that are right on the river as soon as you get off the bus. And yeah, they're, they're really fun. And I've, and, and a lot of the thing about those places too, is those places had a lot of tourists. So every time we would go out, there'd be new people every single time. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. And people there were generally really friendly. I think people who went and hung out in O'Malley's tended to be, it was a, it was a slightly, more chill vibe in my, in my opinion, in my experience, even when it was like really crazy. Cause sometimes it would get crazy in there like a karaoke night. Yeah. It did get pretty popping in there. It's, I think it's a little smaller yeah. than Shamrock, but it's like you're in a cave. It's like you're in a salt mine. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, you li- it's like exposed are. rock. Like, and they both are like that. Yeah. They're beautiful bars. Um, and just what you would, hope for expect and hope for for like a great irish pub in an old city i mean very cozy um and it's just got that like homely (laughs) um like old bar feel where like i don't know something special about that um salzburg has a pretty good nightlife yeah i was gonna say man for one hundred and fifty thousand people or whatever Mm. it is like for that size of the city, maybe like the best nightlife I've experienced for that size. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for me. They ha- And it's all walkable. It's all right there. Everything's close. You have down in, um, I wouldn't say, I'd say East, like East downtown Salzburg. You had the pubs, sort of like the more, <clears throat> excuse me, the more pub atmosphere. And yeah. then you go West down to the like Getreidegasse and closer to the cliffside. And you had Half Moon was one of them, really, really popular. You had Soda Club, Club G7. Yep. Yeah. All kinds of, it's like a pretty big club scene. And, I, you know, talking about the nightlife, I want to say one thing about Salzburg that I will never forget. So... It was fashing, which is carnival. We already did an episode on that. And I was in Salzburg and we have class downtown and it was a big holiday. I mean, they take it really seriously and and everybody was going to go out to the bars and go drinking. It was Friday night. And so I didn't want to have to take my backpack all the way back to the apartment that we were staying at, which was, you know, it was a pretty long bus ride away. I wanted to just go out. So I took my backpack with me and of course we were out all day and all night. So I had it with me all night and at some point in time I lost it and 
this was during, you know, it was, like I said, it was a really big weekend. <laughs> so I, I didn't, you know, I, I had no idea where I'd put it, where I laid it down, but I woke up the next day and I realized that my backpack was gone and I had no idea where I'd put it in Salzburg. I mean, there's a lot of places to go to. It's not like two or three different places. And we had gone to a lot of them at that night. And so I think it was Friday. I think Saturday, I spent Saturday looking for it and it didn't turn up. I went back to all of the bars that I could think of looking for it. Saturday went by, I couldn't find it. Monday comes around. I'm you know, really stressed out. My laptop was in it. My wallet was in it. My passport was in it. Oof. Actually, no, I think I think I may have I think I had my passport with me. But I had money in it. I had a lot of different stuff in it. And I had, you know, like my thousand dollar MacBook was in it and, and, and all my classwork was in it. Everything was in it. I believe my passport may have been in it. I know that I had money in it. But anyway, a week goes by in class. I have Reese walking me down the Saltag trying to make me feel better all week. I'm just completely like depressed. I, I was, I had lost everything. You know, I was, I had to borrow people's computers to do my schoolwork. Didn't have any money, didn't have any of my cards. I was, I remember for, remember for a while I was borrowing people's money. I think, you know, I even, I think you even, you know, paid for stuff. I was selling people for money. Another week went by. I had gone to every police station. I had talked to everybody. And then after two weeks, two weekends of looking, like two full weeks had gone by. And I get a message on Facebook on my phone. And somebody's like, hey, did you lose a backpack? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, did you, did you find it or whatever? And so like, yeah, I did have my wallet and my passport was in it because that's how they identified me. Jeez. So that's why I was so bummed out. Yeah. And yeah, I'm an idiot. I know I should, it was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> I Taking my, yeah. 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 I do remember and, like covering you a couple of times, but mm -hmm. something similar happened to me. <laughs> I had to go like, yeah a month where people were covering me. <laughs> I, do you remember but that story as well? I do. It was right at the end. It was right at the end of the trip too. You were, you were <laughs> really cutting it close there. I'll but two weeks though, had gone yeah. by. Yeah. Two weeks had gone by and I get a message from this, this woman on Facebook and she says that she found my backpack and I was freaking out. And so I like looked to see who it was and I'll be damned, she was a bartender at Soda Club, which is like, it's, it's, I'd say it's the most like nightclub, nightclub in Salzburg. I don't want to say it's like, like raunchy or swanky or anything, but it's like, it's like a night, it's a European nightclub, if you can imagine it. Yeah. Dark techno, you know, it's, yep. <laughs> and it's a big tourist destination as well. I'd say it's pretty popular. And so I go there immediately and I get it back and my laptop is there. My wallet is there. 
my passport's there, and all my money is there. They did not touch anything. Apparently, what had happened is it was sitting right, it was sitting by the door. As soon as you walk in Soda Club, there's a row of bar stools and like by the bar. It's really dark. And apparently my backpack had been sitting on a bar stool on like the very first bar stool. When you walk in the club, it was just sitting on top of it <laughs> for two weeks, two <laughs> weekends during the busiest week, like period fashing lasts an entire week. It was sitting there on that bar stool. And apparently what she told me is she said that everyone who said anything about it or just saw it, they just assumed it was somebody that was around. They assumed it was just somebody else's. So nobody touched <laughs> it. Nobody took it. Incredible. Dude, there was my MacBook. There was my MacBook in it. I just smacked my microphone. My wallet was in it. <laughs> Money, like cash was in it. I mean, at least like 150 euros was in it. Insane. And so, yeah, that was my, like, when I think about... <laughs> When people were worrying about how safe it was in Salzburg, I just will never forget that. Damn. It's Blows so true. Mind. That's so incredible. <laughs> best best and worst week of my life after that happened. Yeah, I guess. Oh, my cat just jumped on my laptop. My my story, I guess, can be skewed to like <laughs> to build off of that one. Whatever you do, don't leave Salzburg <laughs> because I was on a train to uh, to Rome. We're going to do a weekend, I think, or no, it was some other trip we were doing. But anyways, yeah, and um, one of the, like, I guess servers came by and was like, oh, can I get anybody a coffee, like in our train car? And I was like, oh, boys, I'll get it. Like, <laughs> what do we want? And so we all ordered, like, some coffees. And I gave her my card, and she walked off. <clears throat> and I had already been by the restaurant car or the cafe car, whatever you would call it, where they, you know, make all the coffee and, and get all the food from and everything. So I knew it, it existed, I guess. <laughs> um, but at some point, you know, 10 minutes went by. I wasn't worried. 20 minutes went by. I was like, man, where's our coffee? Like, it must be busy. And then like 25, 30 minutes went by and I was like, uh, so I was like, I'm going to go to the restaurant car and just like cancel. I don't even want coffee anymore. Like, and I go and I'm walking toward the, where the cafe should be <clears throat> on this train, just chugging toward wherever I was going. And all of a sudden the train ends and I realized that that's oh, what it was. The train split no. off. I think we were going to we were going to uh, to Croatia, I think. And the train split off to go to Rome. And so <laughs> my Are card, you sure that they didn't just scam you? I mean, none of my money ever got spent or anything. So um, oh, okay. <laughs> the card just split, <laughs> dude, and went off toward Rome. And I was like, oh, no. I think it was when we were going to Croatia, but that's so, insane. Yeah. And I had to like actually get like chase, like JP Morgan chase to like send me a new card and everything. And I was like, I have no idea how long this is going to take. And I remember people covering me. It was funny because like 
you had your snafu with the book bag. And mm-hmm. like, I remember just being one of the people like, like, of course, yeah, I'll get you whatever, you know, your coffee or your beer or whatever. And then Matt had lost his phone. So Matt was using my phone the whole time. <laughs> and then, and then my Keep card stuff closed. <laughs> my car took a, a trip to Rome and, you know, and then again, it was like, I checked the mail morning before I left for class afternoon. I'd come back on lunch and go come back to the, take the bus all the way back to the dorm to like check the mail. <sighs> and of course, when I got home in the evening, I'd check the mail again. And so like a month goes by. And then at some point it was like six weeks had gone by. I check. And then I come home during a short break in the afternoon between classes Excuse me. And I have some postage. So I'm like, oh, what's going on? So I open up this letter and it says, hey, um, we've had your package from New York for like <laughs> for like four weeks. So Shut at the up. end of the four weeks or whatever, we're sending it back if you don't pick it up. And I was like, wait, what? And it was dated such that essentially – if I didn't go before they closed at like 5 PM, then they were going to send my shit back. And I was like, Oh no. So like, I remember we, we had a quiz in, uh, in Nick's class, we had a quiz and I was like, I told, I was like, I'm going to miss this quiz. Like my card is here and it's in like a different area. Like it's, so I get on the bus, I skip class, get on the bus and head South um, and I just remember I was like, I think it's supposed to be here. I was looking for like a UPS building and I get off in like meter home. So it's like pretty decent amount South <laughs> and I'm like walking around down there uh, and there's like this beautiful, like beautiful little like bakery. And it's just like this amazing little, you know, Salzburg region village. Like I was amazed and the scenery but I just had this tinge of like killer stress the whole time. I was like, where is this UPS? And like, I was like crossing this like main street and just searching all these kind of somewhat industrial commercial areas for this UPS building. Finally, I find it. I swear it's like, it's like the, like two minutes past when they're supposed to be closed. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I go in and like, and I'm just like out of, I like see it and I run, I go in like out of breath. And I'm like, (laughs) and I start speaking German and they're like, you have a package. I'm like, yes. (laughs) And, uh, and dude, they got, they brought it out to me and I, I told Nick (laughs) about it and he still failed me on the quiz. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I was so bummed, but I was, I did not care at all at the same time because I got my freaking card back. And I just want to say, I need to go back to that place um, Niederalm, I believe is what it's called. I gotta look it up. Niederalm, dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. I think it is Niederalm UPS access point. Here it is, or maybe it's Leyen. Yep, that was a uh, that was a trip because I I also got off the bus way too early. Cause I didn't know when I was going to stop again. And I was out of Salzburg. I was essentially on another planet. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea where I am. 
And so I got off the bus probably a couple miles too early. And it was funny because I'm like on this trail headed toward this town. And uh, there's like kids going by on scooters and like people with walk like hiking sticks. And I was like, oh, I got off way too early. (laughs) Oh, man. It was perfect like lost foreigner moment there. So (laughs) it's like a whole different town. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Cause that was like the UPS that I went to. I don't know. Um, I remember you actually, I specifically remember you giving me a meal at the, at the shopping mall (laughs) when I didn't have my card. (laughs) I I actually remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice little, nice little date. Yeah. Yeah. I think moral of the story, go see Salzburg and keep your stuff close. It's a safe place. People aren't going to take your stuff, but it doesn't mean you can't lose it. Yeah. It's not, you're never safe from your own stupidity. Stupidity. (laughs) All right, Logan. Well, I will uh, talk to you later and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. See you guys next week.